Welcome to episode 70 of the Left Behind Game Club. This week, we play P.T. If you want to talk more about P.T. or any of the other games we've played on Left Behind Game Club, join our Discord server. You can find the link to that at our website at leftbehindgame.club. And just a, a small announcement, our show got featured on the Canadian iTunes store for new and noteworthy this past week. So if you found the show because of that, welcome. And for those of you who helped us get there, thank you so much for listening. Uh, so Jess, uh, we are playing PT this week. What'd you think of PT? I thought PT was great. I thought it was scary. I thought it was fun. Who was the most scared, me or you? You. We're going to talk more about that right now. You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm Jacob McCourt, and today I have one friend who's actually a girlfriend. Uh, her name is Jessica Fantuzo. Hi, Jessica. Hello. How are you? I'm great. Uh, we're going to talk about PT today. Um, PT is a video game developed by 7780S Studio, uh, published by Konami. What did you know about PT before we started playing PT together? I knew nothing. So... What is your experience playing horror games? I feel like every time you're on the show, because this is your third time on the show now, you play horror games. This is my third time on the show, yep. and this is my third straight horror game. Is it? You played uh, Soma. Okay, Soma was a horror game. Night in the Woods, maybe not a horror game, but like I definitely had... Like fall, autumn, maybe a little spooky. Some sp- some spooky autumn vibes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe this one spoopy, was like, less than spooky. Spoopy. Yeah, spooky. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. What did you know about PT? I knew nothing. You told me nothing. You said, hey, I have this horror game. Do you want to play it? And I said, yep. Yep. And I'm sure you, you got taken on a ride. I think we both got taken. I think we, we, we both went for a ride. Yeah. So a little bit of context. PT is uh, called PT because it is it means playable teaser. Because this game was just dropped on the PlayStation Store in 2014. And you actually can't get it on the PlayStation Store anymore if you try and go get it. Developed by Hideo Kojima. What do you know about Hideo Kojima? Before before we had played and before we had talked, I knew I knew of Death Stranding. I've seen the trailer. I knew nothing of his past or his like previous like career movement. Like like I knew next to nothing about it. Okay, basically. Whereas I have played every Metal Gear Solid game since Metal Gear Solid One on the PlayStation. And did not play Zone of the Enders, which is like an anime robot game that he made. Of course. Uh, I love anime robots. What was I watching right before this? I was watching Mobile Suit Gundam from 1979. So I love me some anime robots. But this game is not about anime robots. Uh, it's about getting it this, the pants scared off of you. It was initially supposed to be a teaser for the next Silent Hill game that he was supposed to develop. But there was a big fallout, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, what were your initial thoughts when I turned on PT for us to play? Uh, I mean, I think you wake up in the basement room where you start every, oh no, I guess you don't start the loop there, but you start kind of with nothing. Mm -hmm. You have to go up the flight of stairs and it's just like, you basically just have to kind of like find the guts inside of you to walk forward. Yeah. And it's fair to say that this game is a first person horror game. Um, in a very small space. Very small space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was actually talking with uh, your brother who had said that he played the Silent Hill games and Silent Hill The Room, 
uh, was kind of confined to a single apartment. Mm -hmm. So very much like one hallway with maybe a couple rooms off to the side. But like you said, you start in a room. You have no idea who you are, why you're there. You're just in this house, in this hallway, and you essentially just have to move forward. Mm -hmm. And that's when the crazy, horror, scary stuff happens. Um, who screamed first when we were playing this game? You. It was you. I think we. I think we screamed at the same time. I think it was like f- not five minutes into the game, and it wasn't like a like a gentle scream. It was a off the couch, throw the controller, top of the lungs screech. Yeah, and I think there's a couple times when it happened. Um, fair to say, if you have not played PT. Um, you cannot get it on PlayStation 4 anymore, which is where we played it, mm-hmm. but you can get a version of the game called Unreal PT, which is available for free. Uh, I think it's on itch.io. So if you're interested, you can play the game either on your PC, which is a remake, or you can play it in VR, which I'm sure is just bananas. Which, like, poop your pants. Nope. Like, I, I, I think knowing how scary the game is, like, just on PS4, like, I would never put that headset on. Yeah, it uh, reminded me a lot of Resident Evil 7, which is in full VR, and that game is, like, first person in a house, and you have, like, one enemy. There are more enemies, but, like, one main enemy that's chasing you with, like, a really awful face. So, like, if you're easily scared, you might want to avoid this one. Uh, Our pal, Mike Ruffalo, many times avoids playing horror games uh, because he's a little scaredy cat, but... Uh, if you're into horror games, you can get it for free on PC. So there's that. I th- I think the interesting thing, though, that kind of differentiates it, like at least from my understanding of Resident Evil and like when I've played it before, is like you can hide from monsters and they go away, but like the psychological element of PT is very different. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I mean, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. So you're going through this hallway and like, like explain the setting because I think there's like maybe three or four spots in this very small environment where things happen that we're going to describe. Yeah. So you go through the hallway and in the hallway there's some like tables where like in a house you just leave your keys and leave drinks or leave photo albums or leave photos, right? Um, you're dying. What did I say? Is it because I leave the keys <laughs> in the leave, wrong spot in the house? You leave drinks, you leave photo albums, you leave... <laughs> You leave your regrets. like <laughs> Leave them at the door. Leave them at the door. The key uh, table. The key table. Mm-hmm. Key tables. There's also a bathroom off to one side. Uh, on the, like, imagine this hallway is a big L, right? So on the second part of the L, uh, there's a washroom on the right-hand side. There's a door to what looks like outside on the left. And then in front of you at the end of the hallway is an entrance down into like a basement. But it actually just, when you go down to that basement, you just return to the entrance. Brings you right back to where you started. Yep. You keep mm-hmm. you keep going back and forth and back in loops and it's it's yeah. something. And the, the items laying around are interesting too because there's kind of like, not like your typical family portraits on the wall, but it's like trees and like really hard to distinguish imagery that's like in frames on the wall. And then there's that weird table that's in the corner that's got the the leftover drinks and the cigarette butts and the like. And there's a phone and there's a, a radio on the mm-hmm. other one, right? Which mm-hmm. comes into play much later in the game. It's fair to say not much later. This game is like maybe two or three hours. You can play it in one yeah. sitting. Um, but those items do come into play later. I think it took us a little longer than it should have because we were running around. At one point, we were playing hot potato with the controller where we were like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it because in the environment, you hear voices, you hear like 
other sounds coming through. Things are moving, and it just... The first time that we got scared was actually related to the bathroom, right? Yes. So you walk through this environment. You have no idea what you're doing. And every time you walk through, occasionally there's a difference with the environment. So maybe the door to the bathroom is open. Or maybe, um, you know, you hear a voice that you may not necessarily have heard in your first time through. But the first time that both of us screamed was when the door to the bathroom was left a crack open and you could hear like almost a baby crying from inside the bathroom. So I don't know, maybe it's because I'm chivalrous, but like my thought is like, go save the baby. Uh, This baby's in trouble. You're dying. Am I not chivalrous? (laughs) No, you are. I think it's just like, because my first thought is, uh, horror baby. Nope. You are staying where you are, horror baby. Because in horror ga- in horror movies and in horror games, the baby is usually the thing that gets you. And what was the baby in this case? The baby was like a a deformed Silent Hill esque fetus. So horror baby, I was right. Yeah, you were right. It was a horror baby. But you walk up to this bathroom to look inside and hear the thing, and somebody shuts the door. Well, not not somebody. So not someone, but um, the kind of antagonist in this case. Mm-hmm who is Lisa, right? Yes. And you don't know any of this. You just walk by this bathroom, look inside the bathroom. You're like, cool, I'm going to go in the bathroom and save the horror baby. Or in your case, leave the horror baby to die. Uh, And someone closes the door and it's the first time in the game that you have any interaction with anything. And it scared the pants off of us. That was the moment. That was the top of the lungs, toss the controller, like, nope, moment. Yep. Because it happens so quickly. Mm-hmm. It and happens think, in the first half an hour. I, I think you do maybe like at least like one or two, like if not more loops of the hallway walking through before that moment happens. Before the moment with Lisa happens. I, 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 could be, I could be way off on how many times. It just felt like it happened so quickly. Yeah. Like we were like, I can't open the doors. Where do we go? And then out of nowhere, she just like scares the poop out of you and yeah. shuts the door because on with the, her creepy ghost face on the laptop I've actually pulled up a picture of Lisa <laughs> and what she looks like the first time and like she's pale as a ghost she's almost got like slobber or like drool coming down from maybe ectoplasm I don't know coming off of her face and one of her eyes isn't right either I don't want to look I'm and, not ready and so that just scares the absolute bejesus out of, mm-hmm. out of you um and so you kind of keep going through because the game wants you to keep like moving through this L. Um, you find out later that it may be like a new consciousness or a new dimension that you enter every time that you go through the door on the end and come through the same door that you started in, right? Yeah. It's like it's like the haunted house moment where like you know that something's going to jump out at you, but like you just have to find it in yourself to walk forward. Yeah, you have to push through. Yeah. If it's like when you go to a corn maze, right? If do you have you ever been to a corn maze? Is is that a very like that that's like Midwest the, Canadian thing? That's like the G rated <laughs> example to give. It's like a corn maze, but yeah. like they throw apples at you and the scarecrow comes out. I've I've never been to I've never been to a corn maze that's been that scary. Mm-hmm. Um but it's it's the equivalence of like you know you know something's gonna happen you don't know what or where or mm-hmm. when but something's yeah. gonna happen but you have you have no choice yeah this game like you can't go backwards mm-hmm. um, because as you kind of because you have an action button but if you try to open doors that the game doesn't want you to open mm-hmm. it just like you hear a like you can't yeah. get through the door sound I think our default was to just like blindly run through the hall to like restart the loop. 
Because sometimes when you went through the loop, nothing would change. Because we were too scared to we were too scared to look at the details for a little while as well. Yeah, because I felt like some of the elements mm-hmm. were on a timer, mm-hmm. right? But after the ghost Lisa slams the door, I think on the next loop you get to go into the bathroom. Yes. And that's when you find what you think is like, oh, there's a baby and I need to help the baby. But it's like we said, imagine from Silent Hill, one of those creatures. I need to I need to help the baby. Nah, I'm, nah, horror baby can help itself. I'm Superman. I must help the baby. No, but you also find the flashlight on the floor. So that lets you right. explore in detail a little bit more than you could prior. Right. So you're in the bathroom and there's a few elements in the bathroom that you observe. You can observe... Uh-huh kind of yourself in the mirror but it's very obscured it's like a dirty mirror where you can see below your neck but you can't see your face mm-hmm. uh, there's this fetus in the actual sink itself that's like crying but also at one point like talks to you in a very like succinct way yeah like an old smoking it, it, man it from gives Twilight you the Zone. like old smoking midwestern like horror man yeah horror man and there's a hole in the actual bathroom mm-hmm. too, right? Mm-hmm. So hole in the bathroom, bathtub that's very dirty. This, you know what? This this person is very dirty uh, in their bathroom. Uh, it actually looked like a bathroom that I have owned in the past. Um, how how often are you supposed to clean your, your shower? Every week. Once a week. Uh, Actually? Yes, actually. Uh, what if you leave it for like, I don't know, six weeks or so? Then you get to host the setting for the next horror movie. <laughs> Yeah, soap scouting the movie. Yeah, because this was like the typical like saw dirty bathroom, like never hasn't been touched in a while. Yeah, and so you're in the bathroom. You this fetus, whatever. Is this the first time when Lisa like gets you? Is in the bathroom or is no. it when you're when you're out and about? So we were out when it happened. About. So I know it can happen kind of in different ways. So for us, we were in the hallway. Um, and it's because of the missed puzzle that we didn't complete. Right. And do you want to, do you want to explain this missed puzzle? Yeah. So th- this is kind of like tying back to the details that are kind of scattered around the hallway where you really have to be paying attention. Um, so basically the and puzzle. When you say missed, do you mean like the old computer game missed or like, like a foggy missed? Missed with a Y <laughs> or missed with an I? Missed. M-I-S-S-E-D. Missed. Overlooked. Overlooked oh, details. Oh, sorry. Uh, homonyms all the way around. Missed. <laughs> M-I-S-S-E-D. Got it. Go ahead. Um, I do remember Missed on PC, though. Good game. What a game. Yep. Uh, this is so so scattered throughout the hallway and in a couple really difficult to find places as well are like picture fragments. Uh-huh. And you have to zoom in with the camera to kind of scan them. And basically every time you find each of the fragments, the portrait of Lisa hanging on the wall completes. So Hold on. That's Lisa? I assumed it was Lisa. It's a woman, right? But you assume it's Lisa. I assume it's Lisa, friend of Ghost Lisa. <laughs> okay. One or the other. Okay. Um, and if you, so um, after finishing the game, obviously like reading about this, you learn that if you complete the puzzle, then you avoid the attack that happens. If you don't like us, you get attacked, you scream, and then the camera kind of like fades to black and you start back in the original room where you started. Mm-hmm. And, crying, crying. Yeah, because Lisa, there, there's no warning. No, she comes out of nowhere. It's not like uh, in The Last of Us, which I don't think you've played, but in The Last of Us, if there's clickers that are around, you hear like... Oh, th- no, this was like, I think we were I think we were spinning the camera around to see like what was... I think I did it, actually, because yeah. I think I did all of the scary moments. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You kept complaining. <laughs> no because, denying. Yeah. You, well, you kept complaining. I did all of it. Yeah. Um, you spin the camera around and she just jumps out of nowhere. And like she's a, like I said, face is ghostly. She's got blood on her face. She's she may be missing an eye, and it is it is terrifying because she straight up murders you. Um, and that's just when the loop begins again. Mm-hmm. Uh, except if you get killed by Lisa and you haven't collected all the puzzle fragments, doesn't a brown paper bag that's filled with what we presume to be flesh talk to you? Like in a very Twilight Zone kind of moment? Yeah, and that was, I find, like, that's... That moment in itself, for me, especially not knowing a lot of Kojima's past, like, artistic decisions, was a little, like... What's what's the word? What's the word that you would describe a paper bag talking to you? Uh, not cerebral, but like abstract, okay. like incredibly abstract. In- incredibly, I think I think Twilight Zone is probably a really good line to draw. Like it's just it's very abstract. Yeah, and like it, it's called the bloody bag, but like <laughs> it, when you look when you look. <laughs> At stuff after the fact, it said that it may actually like be a representation of Lisa's husband. Um, but he actually tells you, like, he talks, this bag talks to you. This bag is moving and it tells you that, like, doesn't it say something like every time you move through the door, you actually, like, it's a new existence or a new dimension that you enter? This is where the idea of it being like an alternate dimension gets introduced. Yeah. And this is sort of the first hint to like what could potentially be going on as well. Cause up to now, you've just been in a haunted house with good old Lisa. Yeah. And now it's like there's this whole other layer mm-hmm. that gets brought into play. Cause he finishes by saying, The only me is me. Are you sure the only you is you? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. The PTSD is real. Hey. <laughs> um, so you keep moving through these rooms and. Um, more elements get added to the actual hallway every time you go through it. So mm-hmm. the scariest, one of the scariest parts for me is at one point you walk out into the hallway. And the lights are red. The lights are start being red. But I was going to say there's glass that just comes down and falls in front of you. And there's nowhere where glass could have came from mm-hmm. but out, out of the door. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you look up at one point and you start hearing like, you start hearing something from the ceiling. So, so you you look up and it's like at first you're not. It's a really large object. And you're not really sure what it is. Yeah. And then you eventually figure out that it's a refrigerator covered in blood that's like yeah. swinging and that's dripping blood mm-hmm. as if there's actually someone in the refrigerator because it's moving as if like there's a body inside of the fridge. It's too erratic movement wise to think that there's not something alive in the fridge. I think we missed one of the scariest moments though. What was, what are you talking about? When we, I think it, I think it happened again, PTSD, PTSD. So I, I could be getting my order of operations a little confused here, Yeah, yeah. but we were unsure of what to do. And we had taken a quick break. And as soon as we came back into the game, do you remember what happened? No. As like literally, I think two minutes into hitting play. No, again. it's been like a it's been a couple days since we played the game. I think you just blacked it out. Yeah. What happened? Uh, Lisa shows up in the window. Oh God! Yeah, and I I actually took a picture of it because I couldn't believe it, and mm-hmm. she was just in the window staring at us from the inside. <laughs> no, Lisa, no. I was it scared the pants off me. I think you're putting it lightly. I think you were really terrified. Didn't didn't I get on the floor and I was like, no, no, I'm done playing this game. This is no, you did that every time you had the controller in your hand. <laughs> no, I just didn't want to play. Okay. 
Um, but Lisa at one point was like, you would look to the end of the hallway and there would be a body, like Lisa would be at the end of the hallway. Mm -hmm. Um, but in this time I spun the camera pretty quickly and Lisa was in the window staring at us. Just, no, Lisa. Hey guys. It's just me, Lisa. It's just me, Lisa, the ghost. Hang, hanging out. Just watching, watching you like old peeping mm-hmm. Tom. Call me peeping Lisa. Um, so you keep going through this hallway and like, th- we were playing for two hours and you just go and go and go and mm-hmm. go. And I don't know what like triggered the change, but at one point you, um, you notice on the wall that there's writing on the wall, right? Yeah. I think this is really where like the, the, the way that I've been thinking about it since finishing is, is, is how much I keep wanting to describe the game as torture porn. Okay. Because it just feels like, again, tying back to that like haunted house element where like, you know, things are going to happen. You know, it's going to get scary. You know, something's going to pop out. Um, and this is where the letters pop up on the wall and you have to kind of double back to the front entrance to shift the letters. Yeah. So like things start like imagine that right before you like loop from the end of the hallway back to the beginning of the hallway. Because once you walk through, you just loop again. There starts to be writing on kind of the, the top of the wall. And then you notice that before, like right near the front entrance, that there's actually something written on the wall that says, um, I can hear them calling to me from, and there's like not a last word at the end. Mm-hmm. And you actually have to go. And you know what the word is. You know what the word is because in another part of the hallway, in marker on the wall, it's just written hello with an ex- exclamation point. And like you said, you just have to move. Well, where else would they be calling you from? <laughs> uh, from hell. Uh, you move from one end of the hallway to the other to make the actual letters for hello kind of show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one one letter at a time, you have to kind of traipse back through the, the hallway to the lobby, back to the wall under the bloody refrigerator. and that triggers once you've figured out that you have to actually make these words appear on the wall Mm -hmm. when you go through the door everything kind of shifts and changes right yeah before that too though there are a couple other things right because remember there's the in 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 the foyer where you're underneath the bloody fridge the bloody fridge there's the table there that's got the radio It's got the radio and it has the picture where it says like punch it out. Yeah. Or like poke the eye or something. And you click it and it makes this horror. Like it probably doesn't. It's probably like it was like just a general sound effect, but it like was so loud and un. I I think we were just like trying to get through it. Yeah. We were incredibly on edge. And it's this picture of a couple where there's an X drawn on the woman. And on the picture, it actually says gouge it out. Right. Where you, you, you just click on it and it blows a hole through her eye. Yeah. You just have to gouge out her eye, which then you think, hey, Lisa's missing that eye. I wonder what we've oh, just no, done. I know. Yeah. We just made Lisa blind in one eye. We did it. We're terrible. Humans. Sorry, Lisa. Sorry, Lisa. Ooh. Um, but there's that. There's the interaction with the radio. You start to think you hear voices. It's coming mm-hmm. from the radio or the phone. Um. Is that the is that kind of all we've missed besides like the fetus that talks to you, the brown bag that like questions whether or not this is a multiple dimension Twilight Zone type situation? Lisa, who fun fact, if you want to watch a fun video about PT, someone went and figured out that Lisa actually like from a game dev perspective, like Lisa actually sticks to you. 
I'm breaking I'm breaking the illusion of, of of Lisa here, but she sticks to you. And so you may see shadows like cast on the wall and you're like, whose shadow is that? That's not mine. It's Lisa's shadow because she's just like on yeah. top of you. And so that's you, how they get the illusion of Lisa's scariness through, in the game. Yeah. If you feel like something is following you, it's because she literally is following you the entire game. Yeah. She's like stuck to you to cast those shadows and that she so she can easily come and scare you. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Lisa. Yeah. It's a great it's a great video. Just like type in like. Lisa PT rigged, secret yeah. mm-hmm. something like that it's like rigged mm-hmm. yeah because they actually rigged her to be on top of you but that's when you enter the hallway the perspective changes the color changes mm-hmm. to red and uh, you actually get much faster because it, is it fair to say your movement speed through most of the game is actually quite slow I I wonder if your movement speed is slow or if it's just because of the pace that we chose to take right uh, but you are moving at like a very consistent pace as you're walking through the hallway like you don't really have the option to run or move in any sort of way it's just yeah. like forward back choose where you want to go but you can't actually alter your speed right and it's not it's not fast no it's not extremely slow but i would say it's like you're walking slower you're... than a normal pace in a video game yeah you're slowly strolling through a really bad nightmare so once you solve that puzzle you get into this red hallway the perspective kind of swings further out so it's like more zoomed out and you can move almost at a at a run speed mm-hmm. and you just have to run through this this hallway now that's kind of the same hallway but it shifted and there's just a thousand creepy as heck elements in the actual game itself right i think this was one of our other hot potato moments and i think this one was mine because it happened it's red you can like run through mm-hmm. so whatever scary thing is hiding at you is going to come at you even faster and i said nope to that and i gave the controller to you yeah and which like it's not it's not scary as Ooh. much as it is creepy because like all the pictures on the wall have oh, been replaced eyeballs. by like eyeballs mm-hmm. or like someone's mouth that's just like moving up and down just imagine like vhs quality like just like eyes that are moving at like six frames a second and like mouths that are just moving up and down and it's just creepy as all heck and you're not given a direction as to what you do next right no and and the hallway has become even more alternate universe because it's like you almost it's not the same l-shaped hallway anymore it's almost like it repeats itself so you're like stuck in this like it's actually a legitimate loop it's it's a legitimate loop where you just keep running but you're still moving through like a different space but you keep passing the same table yeah and I think that the next thing that kind of triggers, because this game, it, it's fair to say, like, you are, you are a victim or you are subject to the pacing that Kojima and his team wanted to subject you to in this game, right? Yeah. Are we the players? I don't know. The game was playing us. It, we got played. We got played. Yeah. You got played. We got played. But I think the thing that happens is a picture falls off the wall, right? Yes. So Which, <laughs> No. The, the frame falls to the ground. And it took us a while to figure out the next step because I think we were I think we were in the thinking that we needed to trigger something else to happen. So we spent a good chunk of time running in circles. Yeah. And like, I think it's fair to say, like, we, we were maybe three hours in and we we looked at a walkthrough just to kind of mm-hmm. see, like, what yeah, we what are stuck. we missing? We mm-hmm. were stuck. So we look and what you have to do is and what you don't notice after the picture falls is there's actually a hole in the wall that was left by the picture. And I think written below the the hole is like no turning back now. 
Were there words under the picture? I think so. And it said something like, there's no turning back now. Ooh. Yeah. And you, you have to click. So you have a, an R3. Your R3 in this game is your zoom in button where you can zoom into certain elements. And it's not, it's not really helpful. Like you can use it to like look at certain things that'll give a very short description. Like some of the pictures, if you click into them, they'll give you a short description. But this is the first time where it actually like does something significant for gameplay. You click and you hold and you're actually looking through this hole, which what are you actually looking at? Do you remember? You are looking back into the bathroom and it cues up like a sequence that I think is supposed to be between Lisa and her husband. Yeah. And the there are are they are they're arguing about the unborn child. Okay. Yeah, I think so. And and that's when like what is the sound that happens? Like what is it was it like a saw? Like what I just here, let's look it up. I'm trying to Google Lisa murder bathroom and it's just not a Goodbye, YouTube algorithm. I'm gonna get a call from CSIS or the FBI soon. <laughs> Lisa murder scene. How to murder Lisa. No, that's, <laughs> no, that's no. Well, actually, we're at your place, so if uh, okay, so if uh, if the you know CSIS wants to give you a call, they're gonna come and arrest you, not me. Oh, I was way I did not remember this correctly. So it's not so much what you see, but it's what you hear. So the game um, has a bit of a cutscene where you're listening to Lisa being murdered, as as much as you can presume. Yeah, most of it's just like Lisa, like there seems like a radio talking. Yeah, and, and then screaming. you just, and then you just hear like a slash from what sounds like a machete, just like through <laughs> her torso, and then you just hear a woman screaming. So you just assume that, oh, cool, her husband just murdered her. I'm chivalrous. Let's save the baby. Yeah, you just sliced her with a machete. I didn't slice her. I wanted to save the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when you kind of hear what happened to Lisa, and I think that's what kind of triggers the the end of of PT, right? Yeah, yes, or at least the the final sequence of pt right yes which is a very heavily scrutinized part of this game right yeah so once this you you see this cutscene, um you is that when like the weird vhs effects start to happen and then you get like a kill screen essentially yeah so i guess we didn't really we didn't really talk about that so in the previous part of the game um once you walk maybe like 10 or 15 steps into the hallway to your right is a table, which is right under where the Lisa portrait comes together if you find all of the fragments. But there's also a clock that stays at 12.59 for the entire game. And then past the scene, the clock now reads 0000. Yes. So once you, you see this bathroom murder scene and like you go through the hallways that are like red, you're running, the perspective is different. Once you trigger this cutscene. So, like, there's a screen that comes up and leaves you different notes depending on, like, however the game feels. It's, like, it leaves you a, a question, like, kill screen, all yellow. There's one question that's that's kind of showing up on the actual screen itself. This game, like, totally messes you the whole oh, time. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's so right. you you go, um, you, you see the hole in the wall says no turning back now. And then your perspective kind of shifts again mm-hmm. and it's the red light goes away um, and you start to see these VHS kind of like blurry effects happen on the screen. And then there's just like literally a yellow screen that's in about 10 different languages that says, I'll call later, je rappelle plus tard, um, each rule, I don't know other languages, but like 
I'll call later in 10 different languages just all over the screen. This is like the are you afraid of the dark moment where like you get sucked into the video game for real. Yes. It's very this much is like the that. moment. This is the Undertale moment. This is the, the Are You Afraid of the Dark moment. This is the Jumanji moment where you now become part of the game. Um, but it restarts you again. And then that's when you go through the final sequence, which if you look at... The, we, we played with the IGN walkthrough, but there are a couple other walkthroughs. But it's very fun to go through and see that there's not one way to like finish the game and trigger the final thing. There's about, what, 10 different ways to do it, and mm-hmm. none of them work 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. There's no definitive way to, to, to beat the game. Yeah, and actually, I think we can share. We played for about, I think, 45 minutes trying mm-hmm. to get this thing to trigger, and we just could not get it to work. So we just watched the final cutscene because we knew exactly what was coming. We were two minutes from the end. We couldn't get it to work, so we actually just watched the end of the game. Yeah. And because like the the way that we tried to beat the game is like, let me let me read through it here. Method one has been tested several times at IGN and seems to work most of the time. So there's a bell that chimes. You walk 10 paces to the front. When the bell chimes again, you have to walk like you have to walk in other another direction. And then you have to like get Lisa's ghost to show up and like trigger a thing with her uh, and then like go to the phone or go to the radio and wait for it. And then like once that's happened, you you do you have to walk immediately. It's am I explaining it right? Because it's like there are 10 different ways to do it and we just could not get it to work. We couldn't get it to work, but it's 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 all about triggering the baby laughs. Mm -hmm. So the the little the (laughs) the giggles. So the first one is very easy. Mm-hmm. The first one, without fail, every time, 10 paces, Yeah, there it, it is. It chimes midnight. You wait till the chimes are done. You yeah. walk 10 paces straight, and then the first baby laugh happens. I think we actually got lucky on our very first try through. We got yeah. that second laugh, but eventually, like once you read the walkthrough, you learn that after you get the second giggle, you have to freeze. Like You can't, you can't touch anything or else it resets, basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you you get the you get the three giggles, and then if you do it successfully, you get the phone call. Yeah, and the phone call is uh, and, and it's very fun to look through the IGN um, page because um, it gives you all the theories of what like of what could happen. It's like put on your headset and you have to make noise to startle the ghosts. Yeah, it's it's wild, and then like. Uh, I think what happens is like someone calls you from the phone mm-hmm. and there's a message on the phone and then that triggers the final cutscene, which is actually a teaser for what was supposed to be Silent Hills. It's it's like a you are the chosen one. Like you Yeah, you've, you've been chosen. You've been chosen. Yeah. And then it like cuts away and then it's a it's a teaser for the Norman Reedus starring Silent Hills reboot that was supposed to be done by Kojima's uh team when he was still at Konami. Mm-hmm. Which, let me tell you, as someone who played Silent Hill Shattered Dimensions on the Wii, that is a fantastic remake of the first game that I'd love to play on this podcast someday. Um, but Silent Hill has not done much in the last couple of years, and I would have loved to see this game. Did you watch the Silent Hill movie? Um, I, I don't think I've ever seen it. I think I, 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 think I roughly know plot-wise, mm-hmm. um, but I have not seen the movie. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's... I think at least one movie, there's like five or six games, great franchise, um, but like have not done anything with it. This is supposed to be the reboot. It didn't happen. It's just like him in a town with a flashlight. It's Norman Reedus and Silent Hills. (laughs) 
Um, so do you, you now know kind of what happened with this title, right? Mm-hmm. We, we've gone through it, but like, do you, do we want to kind of explain like what happened, why you can't get this game anymore and what was supposed to happen with it? And maybe some of the zeitgeist around it. That's, that's a story. I think, I think it's interesting too, because if you didn't know the background, like there's nothing in the game that's explicitly answering that question. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple red herrings. Like you remember the number that gets read out by the radio. Some of like the the words that the weird, creepy paper bag says to you. Yep. Um. Basically, the the theory the theory is that the game is a metaphor for Kojima's exit from Konami. Yeah. Which was like a very fraught thing. Right. Um. One thing before we get into that, you may not know this, but for Metal Gear Solid Five. He made a fake studio for this game. He made a fake studio for Metal Gear Solid Five when it first got teased, and it was Moby Dick Studios. Uh, um, and it, people like reverse engineered and found out, like, oh man, this is a Metal Gear game. Like that's how crazy the zeitgeist was around that trailer. It, it's all like the Easter eggs, like yeah, okay, it's all the Easter eggs that you'll find in the actual game itself. Right. But um, I guess the like you alluded to the hidden meaning behind this game was that. Um, and again, there's a great video on YouTube that if you really want to like dive into the history here, um, you could start with an older video from Super Bunny Hop from 2015 uh, called Kojima versus Konami and Investigation. But there's been a video released actually about two months ago from where you're hearing this in August of 2019 and has half a million views already by The Great Debate, who we looked at and his channel is exclusively like zeitgeist videos about kojima games yeah watch he's like kojima funded <laughs> or he is he's, kojima he is kojima he's a plant <laughs> to like have things make like a modicum of sense but it's a fantastic video and it's like half an hour and it goes through everything including as you've alluded to kind of the um supposed um ties between pt and what was happening to him at kadami so um Hideki Hayakawa, hope I'm saying that right, he was an executive who kind of came up at the same time as Kojima. Kojima was making Metal Gear Solid V, which was becoming a very, very expensive project for Konami. Um, His projects always went over budget. They always took a long time. And, like, they were worth it. But, like, what Hideki Hayakawa came out with was Dragon Collection, which was a free-to-play game, which um, made the company a lot of money. So the company... It's speculated that the company said, why don't we do more projects like this instead of this very um, very risky, very investment-heavy game that Kojima likes to make. He likes to bring in Kiefer Sutherland. He likes to bring all these Guillermo del Toro, Norman Reedus. These are expensive projects. Why don't we just do 10 of these mobile games instead of one of these games from Kojima that are less risky that will make us money? Kojima um, supposedly was kind of kept away from his team for the last six months on his contract while they were finishing Metal Gear Solid V. He leaves the company, and this game came out about a year before he left the company. Um, In 2014, this demo was released without supposedly, like, approval from Konami for him to put this demo out. Um, And as we've alluded to, the video does a great job at Mm -hmm. at it from the great debate, but essentially there's about 10 red herrings in there that tell the story according to the great debate of the rise of um, this other executive 
how the treatment of Kojima changed over time and how he predicted that he would be ousted from the company like a year before it happened. Yeah, they they did their homework. They dig up press releases, tweets, like this whole timeline of of the going ons at Konami. There are 56 references in this mm. video of calls, of tweets, of different things in it. So like if you're interested in some of this craziness, um, go watch this video from The Great Debate. It is totally worth your time um, to, uh, to, to watch that. I like a good theory. I, I know you do. I know you love a good theory. It's a game theory. Do you have any other thoughts about PT before we close this out? I would say did like you like it, PT? I, I did I liked it. I like a good scare. Like I think my experience as well with horror games has really only been like to the extent of what I've talked about on this podcast. And like mm-hmm. when I thought that Soma was the scariest game that I've played, like, oh boy was I wrong. Like <laughs> And you played it on easy mode too. And I played it on easy mode. But that's that's again to my point where it's like it's very different when you're playing a horror game that's just monsters or something supernatural and you can defeat them and you can hide from them or whatever with pt it's like lisa is literally attached to your back yeah and there's that psychological element which i think pt does extremely well Mm -hmm. like there was always that that fear and that like pit at the bottom of your stomach that like doesn't go away the entire game yeah well because you're being directed you're not in charge of really your own destiny you're no. you're going through to multiple dimensions there's lisa who you don't really know much about lisa's husband that may have murdered her still don't know much about it who's the person that's in the fridge that's bleeding why are the lights red why do the lights change who's which in is, the fridge who's in the fridge which is another part of this video from the great debate where, where he did says the glass come it from? changes that the lights change from red to blue to to other colors which he speculates are the playstation colors which like I do us a favor. If you're interested in this, go download Unreal PT. It's free on HIO. Play it two hours. Very spooky for Halloween, and then the Great Debate video, half an hour. I'm making so many symbols with my hands, but it's great. Hit us with your thoughts. Did you like PT? I liked. I liked it. I okay. would recommend it. Yeah. Would I replay it? No. I don't know if I've played a scarier video game because I I know that um uh Danny O'Dwyer who runs No Clip. Uh, on YouTube. Uh, it's a YouTube documentary series. Um, he tweeted um, asking kind of what your scariest video games are. And I had to think about it for a little while. And I kind of wrote Soma, Five Nights at Freddy's, Resident Evil 4, but they're all jump scares and PT, which I wrote, part of me wishes we got Kojima Silent Hills. I really wish we did because this is a very effective not really game. It's kind of a game. It's kind of it's a game. It's more of like a directed, it's like immersive a, experience. It is. It would make it like if you have the stomach to do it. Like I bet it would be fantastic on VR. I I bet it would scare the pants off you. I like I I props to whoever can do that. I can't. Yeah. Um. No scary love to Luigi's Mansion. Uh. No. That's like kids scary. That's like that's like Ghostbusters. I disagree. I said that like I'm in a sort It's like Ghostbusters, it's like yeah. Ghostbusters, eh? Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, this game's great. Um, if you can find it, if you have a friend that has a PS4 that still has it downloaded, like me, um, play it. Like steal their PS4 and play it, or just get it on PC. It's great. Even even to have it come off of PS4 is very much like. It's like like, like think of it like the ring, right? Where it's like I have this video. Like, do you want to watch it? Like, you might die in seven days. Like, that's kind of where I've 
put PT in my brain. Right. Where like really that to, to wrap up the whole Konami piece, that was just Konami saying we are never going to put out Silent Hills because one, Kojima's gone. Two, he had Del Toro and Redis attached to this project. They probably cost so much money. Mm-hmm. And like three, since it's canceled, we're going to pull this off off the PlayStation Store, which is a which almost never happens, like games getting pulled off digital di- distribution platforms. Um, but PT as a demo did. Um, those are our thoughts about PT. Um, if you want to join us and tell us what you think about the show and about uh, PT, you can do so on our Discord. Uh, you can find the link to that on our website at leftbehindgame.club. Um, Jessica, if folks want to find you, would the Discord be a good place for that? You can you can find me in the Discord. You're gonna have to hit me up with something real good because I'm a lurker. <laughs> and, and and you're J Fant on the on the Discord, right? J Fant, J F A N T. And uh, you can find me on the internet at Jacob McCourt on all major social media platforms, or at jacobmccourt.com. I'm in the Discord too. Um, we also just wanted to uh, say thanks to all of our kind of Canadian listeners. Uh, we got featured on the um, iTunes New and Noteworthy. You know, we've only been doing the podcast now for almost three years, but New and Noteworthy uh, this past week, uh, which was great. Uh, so if you're finding the show because of that, thank you for, for sticking around. Uh, and for all those of you who helped put us there, uh, thank you again. Um, those are our thoughts about PT. And with that... One less game left behind. Do you want to record an intro together? Sure. Welcome to episode 70. Uh, This week we play PT. Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club. (laughs) Is that what I sound like? (laughs) I'm Jacob McCourt. Yep, keep going. I'm Jacob Poop My Pants McCourt. <laughs> you know I'm putting this after the after the outro, eh? That's fair. <laughs> what are, are you, you gonna say? Are you actually asking me the question? I'm gonna say like this week we paid PT and Jess, what did you what did you think of PT? I thought it was good scary game. <laughs> okay. And it, it was game. It was game. It was scary. Scary video game. <laughs> Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club. I'm Lisa, the friendly ghost. <laughs> all these outros, all these are going at the end. Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club. How, what do I usually say? Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club. <laughs> where Halloween Baby takes the microphone. <laughs> I... It's okay. Just I did my part, so you, you roll. It was all of the Halloween that I needed for the year. How how scared did you get on a on a scale from one to one to scared? Horror baby. Horror. There are so many scared babies. I got horror baby out of ten. <laughs> Try another one. <laughs> What'd you think of PT? Hello. <laughs> Is that your impression? Of you can find me at horrorbaby.com. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at horrorbaby. Facebook backslash. Horror baby. What about on Pinterest? Do you have a Pinterest? Horror baby ideas. Can you spell horror baby? (laughs) Tell me about your horror baby ideas. Horror. Horror baby.
Yeah. Okay. So tell me about your different craft projects, horror baby. We make horror baby costumes, <laughs> horror baby portraits, horror baby macaroni art. Are you like Ann Gettys, but for horror babies? Who's Ann Gettys? She's the naked baby lady. She's she, the naked. No, who's... no, that sounds really bad out of context. But she takes pictures of babies and like puts them in like flower beds. Oh, uh, oh, wow. That's a yeah, yeah. There is an opportunity there for horror babies. <laughs> <laughs> 